0: Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Hi there, folks. Welcome back to This Week in WordPress and SaaS. It's episode 683. We've got a returning guest, a really fantastic guest, and built up a fantastic business, We've got Ashot with us. I probably butchered his first name. I'm not gonna attempt his third <laughs> name because I've got to butcher the whole thing. But Tribe, you're used to that. And so is my friend and co-host John Locke, Like I say, Ashot is the founder of Block Vault, Melcare, and WP Remote. All fantastic prod plugins and services, which I use myself, and I am a paying customer. So Ashot will have to be nice to me, won't he? Uh, um, first of all, I'm going to let my co-host introduce himself. John, can you introduce yourself to the tribe?
1: Yeah. Uh, John from Lockdown SEO. And uh, yeah. That's
0: fantastic. And Ashot, can you give a, the tribe a quick intro about yourself? A quick 10, 20 second intro. Uh,
2: yeah. Hi, So Hi, John and Jonathan. Nice to be back. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm the founder, as, as uh, Jonathan described, I'm the founder of Blog Vault and some of the other products. Being here in the WordPress uh, community, and uh, I was almost going to say ecosystem, when then I realized that community uh, describes it so much better. The WordPress community for over 12 years now. And uh, uh, and yeah, it's been an uh, amazing journey. Uh, yeah, and uh, we, are, we think that we are only getting started. There's so much more to do and so much more to be part of. So, yep. Yes. Uh, well, I do.
0: Like that's fantastic, Asher. I just want to say I think Asher is one of the most interesting WordPress entrepreneurs. Really, really bright, but humble at the same time. So that's a really Thank amazing, so amazing combination. Really. Um, before we go into the main part of this great interview, I've got a message from our major sponsor, Castos. We will be back in a few moments. Hi there folks. I just wanted to tell you about our major sponsor and that's Castos. If you're looking to get into podcasting for yourself or for clients, you need a top quality podcasting platform and that's what you get with Castos. It has a superb interface really easy to use and you're not penalised for success they have a flat rate pricing structure don't matter how many podcasts you make how many downloads you achieve you'll just play at one fixed rate with Castos. plus there's support and just the quality of the people are just amazing we're coming back I just want to point out that Castos has got a fantastic special offer for the tribe, plus some of the other sponsors, plus I've got a list of the best plugins and WordPress services all on one page. Fantastic resource to get all of this. All you have to do is go to the WPtonic slash recommendations and you'll find the special offers and everything else on that page. So let's go straight into the interview. So maybe you um I I watched some of your other recent um interviews and it's just um and it's on the um artwork that um Black Blog Vault started by a mistake, basically. Um I've um uh, maybe you can give a quick um outline of why you started Blog Vault and um just a quick intro to the background
2: of the company. All right. So, so yes, it's um, I was a complete uh, WordPress outsider. In fact, in many ways, I still consider myself an outsider even now. But at that time, that point of time, I barely, I barely knew about the existence of WordPress. So, what uh, what had happened was one of these bloggers who's uh, very famous. Uh, uh, he runs this uh, blog called Coding Horror. He's also the founder of Stack Overflow and his blog had crashed. And I was like, if this guy can lose his website and fortunately I was able to recover it through uh, some mechanisms, but because the server had crashed, I was like, okay, maybe there is a need to save blogs. And which is why the name is Blog Vault. Uh, In hindsight, you know, looking back, I would not, like knowing today who our customers typically are, I would not have called it blog Vault because WordPress is so much more than blogs and in fact a very very small number of our customers very in, as a percentage would be bloggers it's a lot more business websites who use our services today so yes so that, that's why we, that's how we started blog Vault. and we we're like, okay fine, what software is this person using and they're like, okay, there's this thing called uh, WordPress and uh, yes, this is how WordPress runs and we started uh, block vault, and then we realized the one one thing we did at that time was uh, uh, we realized that we want to make it as a SaaS. And if you go back to early 2010, 11 timeframe, the concept of SaaS was not there. In fact, we thought that if you require the only way to do backups is to do it like on another server. You don't want to go through these hassles of doing it, and then we we uh, because we thought that's the better way of solving the solution uh, the, of solving the problem we took that approach and uh, i think in hindsight that that has uh, turned out to be a really really good thing and uh, it has really set the direction for the company so it was not like we wanted to be like we wanted to create a saas company or anything of that kind it just happened that we thought this is the best way of solving the problem and it led to a number of other decisions that got made uh, it also meant that uh, we were, uh, we ended up being almost like if you go back to that time, there was nobody doing SaaS, nobody charging you on a recurring basis. So we we got a lot of resistance from potential customers mm-hmm. because they would be like, "Why should I pay recurring? Everything is one-time payment and very small amount of money," whereas we were charging a decent bit. So there was a, quite a bit of. Uh, pushback from the, uh, from the customers. And frankly, it was a side job, it's a side gig. I was, I, had a, I was working as an engineer, so I didn't care too much. I like, fine, let it run if I get a few customers. Uh, but you know what happened? Suddenly I started getting more and more customers and I was like, okay, fine. What's happening? Uh, and people started paying. And before I knew it, the amount of money became substantial. So I like maybe there is more to it,
0: and that's when I quit and started doing it full-time. All right. Um, and I think just a follow-through question before I throw it over to John, is that I think in um a couple of the interviews that I um, listened to, um when it came to mailcare, mailcare was you admitted that maybe you should have c- concentrated on blog fault, but you got engrossed in a customer's problem. And you, it was a difficult problem that took over a year to really solve to your satisfaction, um, and that turned into mailcare. It's a fascinating. Is that true? Is that correct? Yeah, no.
2: It's it's actually took more than it took almost three years to build, and uh, <laughs> and you know, like if I had investors, they would have shot me by now. Like by then, like they're like, first of all, you're making a stupid decision because you're barely. <laughs> Scratch the surface with the blog wall to market, and then we are getting distracted into building a completely different product where we could not, we are not even doing a good enough job of selling the first product.
0: Yeah, I think you said in that interview the main thing that saved you is that you always try and produce top quality, and I think you feel always trying to produce the best that you can that your team can do it's one of the things that in the end that's really worked out for you. Is that correct?
2: Yes. And again, so, you know, and this is not not, not everything is by design. Some of it is just our learnings. But we've always been like, we, we, one of the things that we call it, we, whenever like a new person joins us, we're like, so we tell them that we're like jackhammer. You know, we will keep solving the problem. We'll keep coming back at the problem until we are really, really happy with it and even then if we find a better ways and even today so for example we still improve our backups so we'll just keep coming back and solving these problems really really well uh, because uh, when you do that then uh, you just create a market for yourself even so even if your other shortcomings like lack of marketing can you know the great product takes care of it and great products don't get built overnight at least the kind of products we are building they require that that uh, almost uh, mani- uh, you know, maniacal sense of focus. Yeah, over
1: to you, John. Um, w- one thing that I uh, use BlogVault uh, for a lot is it- migrating sites. Um, and I noticed that today in the, in the WordPress repo, you'll see that there's um, a ton of, of plugins that are uh, for migrating sites to specific hosts. Um, how much of that, like, played a role in the growth of the company? Was was that a turning point?
2: So the, it's an interesting one. So what, what we uh, we started doing backups, and then a lot of our customers came back and told us that you should do migration. Migration is a real problem. And it took me three years to realize that migration is a real problem. Right. And then I bumped into, uh, uh, the founder of, uh, WP engine. And this was still like early days, you know, now WP engine is this massive thing. It was, no, it was still big, but it was not as massive as it is today. Far from it. And I bumped into him Mar- and I told him that in, in a podcast that I was listening to, uh, where he was a guest, he mentioned that people would sign up for WP engine and, uh, uh they would the biggest problem they would have is they would be unable to migrate their website and i was like this is the problem we solve really well and that became the genesis of our partnership with wp engine which led to all the other partnerships uh in terms of uh, yeah so this gave this gave Blog vault a lot of credibility because to, now we had like the biggest wordpress companies endorsing our technology so we what we noticed is that a lot of larger uh, agencies and other companies, they started realizing that, okay, fine, if we, uh, they would use, use Vault or our plugin to migrate their websites to WP Engine and they would notice our brand. And because they noticed the brand, they were like, what, are, what is this? And that eventually, it took a long time, but it started adding to that credibility. And we started getting more and more customers because of this. So even today, if you a large number of people recognize BlogWorld from the migrations they have done to these hosting companies,
1: that's excellent. Um, now I, I noticed that you have another product, WP Remote, that allows people to manage uh, is almost as many websites as they want to. Um, can you go into that product a little
2: bit? All right. So we have Blog Vault and we have Malcare. So Blog Vault is a backup product, Malcare is a security product You know, but if you're uh, if you're using Blog Vault for backups, you have, and if you have multiple websites, most likely you are an agency. Now, uh, as, as an agency, you don't you need to you, know, you are doing these backups, but you have a lot more things that you need to accomplish. You know, you want to do things up there, you want to keep them updated. So our customers would tell us that we, we need to update our website and stuff like that, and then they would leave us for some of our competitors. Because of because we didn't have that functionality so we started building it into blog vault but we also faced this other challenge in which we have we are in the process of solving is our people would come to blog vault and the branding would just behave are we a, are we a backup product or are we a product for agencies so what we said is that okay fine we'll uh, use the same technology and everything else but brand it for agencies under WP remote brand okay and uh, so if you are an agency and you're managing multiple websites, if you're so then you get all the technology, you get backup, security, updates, monitoring, and everything else that we are doing, uh, tailor-made, packaged for you uh, under the WP Remote brand. And that's, so as an agency owner, that's where you would typically go to. So it's more of a branding, positioning uh, thing than anything else
0: all right then um i think we'll go for our break and we're coming back got some more excellent questions or hopefully they're excellent i think it's been a great discussion already we'll be back in a few moments hi there folks are you looking to build modern shopping cart landing pages using the power woo for yourself or for clients and you want to do that quickly with little need to know about hand coding. Well, if the answer is yes and it should be, I've got the perfect answer for you and that's launch flows. Launch Flows is the most modern and easiest way of building modern landing shopping pages for your clients. It also works natively with Gutenberg and the leading page builders like Alamator or Divi. It's really flexible, really powerful. tribe are you trying to scale your agency but struggling to find time to work on your business because you're always stuck working in your business head over to focuswp.co where you can subscribe to an instant team of white label geeks and creatives to delegate to use code wp tonic for a special discount just for the tribe with focus wp you don't have to worry about hiring firing or any other hr nightmares just submit a ticket and your new team will dive in focus on what you love outsource the rest We're coming back. We have had a great discussion about all things, backup plugins, Melcare, WP Remote. Um, But if you want to get the WP Tonic weekly newsletter with the leading WordPress stories and a personal editorial written by myself, all you have to do is go over to WP Tonic slash newsletter and you can sign up for this free weekly newsletter like i say that's got some of the best news stories of the week uh, around wordpress and also has a great editorial from me so um i think one of the things and i think you've like i say you've ch- t- touched upon this is that um i have a, a mixture of small Entrepreneurs trying to build a business in e-learning, but I also have some large clients, corporate clients, and they have their IT departments. um, This is a generality, but it's based on experience. um, Have a very negative attitude in general towards WordPress. They say it's unsecure. Um it um doesn't meet their internal standards um blah 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 and i I think um it's a total misconception about open source software where you have multiple eyes looking at the code i think which is great, but I think one of the problems maybe are the plugins which is one of the things that makes WordPress very attractive. So what's your own thoughts about how WordPress is seen and what are how unsecure is it or what are some of the problems or is it overblown? Just, I thought you're the top expert to really ask this question.
2: Uh, So uh, we are fairly opinionated about this space and this topic, right? Uh, Like you mentioned, plugins, you know, plugins are the single biggest uh, reason why sites get hacked today. By far, I think vulnerable plugins, 90 to 95% of sites get hacked because of vulnerable plugins, maybe themes, Plugins even more so. And like you mentioned, WordPress itself has a lot of people looking at it. So we have not had a major WordPress vulnerability for years but at the same time plugins only a handful of people work on it often people uh, you will also see, often see that plugins with millions of installs having only a person working on it part time and if just the nature of it means that there is going to be uh, it's not going to be as full as you'd like and then then you're talking about plugins which have uh, you know which are solving a small problem uh, a niche problem which will uh, yeah, which don't just does not get the uh, the effort or the security analysis going in on a regular basis and when that when this happens you are sites using these plugins will be vulnerable Now today you if you, the, one of the biggest reasons you are using WordPress is because of because of the flexibility because of all these plugins so net net, the answer is WordPress. Most WordPress installs tend to be uh, have are always risky. So there's always a sense of risk associated with them, and you cannot wish that away. You can say that no WordPress is safe, but the plugin. The reason vast majority of people are using WordPress is for this reason. So you can't. You know, it's a we 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 it yeah. It just leads to the reality is that most WordPress sites you have to except that there is a possibility of a hack okay now comes the possibility how do you mitigate it especially if you are in an if you have an IT department so that means that you most likely have a valuable website and you don't uh, you can't afford to have it uh, you know get hacked or there are people's necks are on the line jobs are on the line when if this happens and there are there's serious material impact Now, this is the second part which makes it even more insecure is the level of information out there. Or should I call it misinformation out there when it comes to how to secure a website is so high. And not not maliciously so. A lot of people strongly believe those are good ways of securing websites. And that gets peddled so much. There's also a lot of fear-mongering happening of a different kind. So because of all of these reasons, WordPress sites tend to be a lot more insecure. You know, one of the, let me tell you this, like you you know how we mentioned like plugins is cause of 90% of hacks. But if you went to a person whose site gets hacked, or they'll be like, no, my web host is the reason I got hacked. Where web host is rarely the reason, like web host can play a role in securing your website, but web host is not the reason your site got hacked. It got hacked. Because you're using a plugin. And now that tells you the uh, the way people think and the way people approach security of their website. And then all of this cascades into basically a lot more sites getting hacked than they should be.
0: Right. So, what are, so I gather from what you've just said is the reality, is the duality, the biggest security vector is the plugins, but you also said that it's the understanding of how to set up of a WordPress website and how if you really understand it and do it the right way, some of these problems are reduce greatly. That's the impression I was getting from what you were saying. What are, can you give a quick outline of what some of the key things that you think people need to understand when they're setting up a WordPress website that will make it more secure?
2: All right. So uh, I think the most important thing you should have is a firewall. And a firewall, there are different types of firewall like a web application firewall is what you should get. Uh, uh, Personally, I believe that's the single biggest reason why a whole set of attacks can get blocked. Okay? Uh, Like in case you are using WordFence, WordFence actually has a great firewall. People don't give it credit for that. Our own plugin, also, we are building a great firewall. We already have it. But I'm saying that's another one. But focus on a firewall. There are a lot of other noisy things out there trying to uh, uh, make you do stuff with the login protection, which only plays a very much, much smaller role. So a great firewall is number one. Number two is keep things updated. That I'm sure like, that we have heard a million times, you know? So yeah, keep things updated. And third, if feasible, try and use more, more some of the more popular plugins with a bigger team behind them. Because uh, as the bigger team, you know, what has happened is as WordPress has become more commercial and plugins businesses have actually become more realistic businesses. People are able to put in invest, uh, put in lot more investments with resources behind them. So those plugins and themes tend to be a lot more secure. So like something like a, and actually shouldn't take names there because there's no such thing as full call security. But some of the larger teams are more likely to have better practices when it comes to security than the smaller than the smaller teams. And it's it's not a, like a hundred percent rule, but. Those are some those are the three factors uh, I would say having said this uh, you know we uh, we use plugins which are which have like a few thousand installs all the time because we when when my marketing team wants to solve a problem they are not they're like I need to solve this problem because money is on the line so they are not look going to look helter scare or they are not going to figure out like which is the most secure plugin yeah, so are...
0: uh, I think I think yeah I, I... I think you're totally correct there but I think when you're dealing with a corporate website especially if they're in the medical or the financial or in some regulatory environment external they they've got rightful concerns but I think I think one of those is really being very fussy about you know having a stable platform not allowing everybody in the organization to be able to install whatever they want to, having only a small group of plugins installed, having a stable environment, having somebody in charge that won't allow anything else to be installed unless it's been checked over and being fussy about where these plugins come from. Would you agree with that?
2: Absolutely. You, like every word of you have said there uh, is like as accurate as it gets. With this critical environment, you need teams to be, uh, you know, you need people to be really, really fussy and uh, gatekeepers essentially.
0: All right. Over to you, John.
1: I um, know <clears throat> Blog Vault is a very successful company. Uh, but are there any business challenges that you've encountered over the last year? That you, you know, what, what things do you struggle with behind the scenes?
2: All right. So I think last year has been a challenge. Uh, like, uh, like there are, so I do, the, those, the bigger elephant in the room is obviously there with COVID and stuff, but keeping that aside, you know, so one of the things, uh, one of the challenges was over the past two years we had, most of the time our company was remote and most WordPress companies tend to be remote. What we have come to realize in the past couple of years is we cannot be a remote company. So <laughs> it's been counter. So we are like, okay, fine. Remote does not work for us. There are parts of it we can do remotely, but most of it we like to be in person. We like to do things together. Uh, we like to solve problems in this way. And we have also diagnosed the reasons behind it, like the level of maturity in the team you require, the level of communication you require. Are, uh, we, we're not there yet. And uh, obviously the temperament, et cetera. So all of those factors mean that we like to be in a room. We have seen that we have so things which used to take weeks, often get solved within hours, uh, when you're just uh, again, talking against a whiteboard. And some some of the, some of the pro, it also deals with that kind of problems we are trying to solve, so we also like to take up some of the more complex technology problems and try and really like you know keep coming back at it. So those things are non non trivial, and uh, it's good to have people in a room brainstorming and coming up with different solutions before we zero in on one. So these are factors, and that has you know that has set the agenda for the rest of the company for for at least a decent. Uh, amount of future where we know this this big thing which is going on is not for us
0: yeah um as we have to discuss that in the bonus content because that was a fantastic um you just opened a fantastic interesting subject there about how you cope with a remote team and in house and the benefits and non benefits of both Um, that's fascinating in itself. We're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show, folks. Um, You'll be able, we're going to continue the discussion. You'll be able to watch the whole show on the WP Tonic YouTube channel, plus the extra conversation that we're going to be having in a few minutes. Just go over to YouTube, put WP Tonic in, and please subscribe and support the show on YouTube as well. So, John, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to, John?
1: You can go to my website, Lockdown SEO, or YouTube channel, same thing. I'm Lockdown SEO everywhere.
0: Yeah, John's got a fantastic channel where he's got fantastic practical insights around SEO. Um, He gets to the point quick, and it's relevant. And he's not trying to pitch anything. And I've learned a lot from John. So I recommend that. Ashtar, um, how can people find out more about you, your company, and really some fantastic products?
2: All right. So uh, head over to BlogVault or WP Remote. Those are the two products. Uh, also Malcare. So malcare.com, wpremote.com or blogvault.net. Uh, those are the places where you can see about the products. Personally, I'm not a very social person, so you'll really see me tweeting or. You seem so quite,
0: so quite chatty to yeah. me. So, yeah, no.
2: So, yeah. And to the you know, to the really, uh, my team really gets annoyed with it, but, you know, the personality is the personality. And, and so I'm not a very social person, so you don't see me being very active oh. on any of these social mediums.
0: Well, you're always welcome to come back. Um, you have to come back um, a little bit sooner than last time because um, it's been a fascinating conversation. Like I say, we'll be continue the discussion and you'll be able to watch it all on the WP Tonic U channel. Go over there and subscribe. We'll see you next week, folks, for another great interview. we we'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.